on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. We are Radio Newark. Radio Newark. Welcome back, Esther, to the second half of the show. And we talked very earlier about um, what you really define as somebody's soul. So having really talked about that, what would you say are some of the ways that you help people and enable people to nourish their souls? I guess one of the biggest things I do is help people find themselves again. Sometimes they might have had children or lost their job or gone through some trauma and they might need to find out who they are really and and what ignites them and what sparks them in life. Because I think, you know, we came here to live. So one of the biggest things I do is help people maybe eliminate some of that um, emotions that they're holding on to and then start to realise who they are again so they can live, you know, a fulfilled life. And how how did you discover this, really? I mean, how, what led you into, you know, creating the kind of coaching or mentoring that you do for people and help people with? Great question. Um, well, I think we a lot of the time our soul's purpose is the things that we've been through ourselves. So when I was in my really late 20s, I had what society perceives as like everything. I had quite a few houses, um, sports car, really good job, um, you know, friends, money, everything. But I felt so empty on the inside. I couldn't quite understand what it was. And I ended up getting depression, anxiety, irritable bowel syndrome. And I think that's when it it, it catapulted me into looking in, in myself and realising who are you, Esther? What do you really want? And maybe healing some of the things that I was maybe holding on to. So that's when I started my journey. Um, and there's a really cool thing. I, I always laugh. So one of my teachers, who I'm still really good friends with now, I adore her, um, she said to me, you're a, you're a really powerful healer about 14 years ago. And I remember sitting there thinking, oh, that's nice. I don't know what that means, you know. Uh, and it was really funny because, you know, I was kind of new to all this. Uh, I liked yoga and things like that, but I was kind of not open. And I, and I parked it for years. I didn't do much with it. So now it makes sense. So I started to learn Reiki. I started to have things like hypnotherapy, EFT, TFT. So I've been on a massive wellness journey, which is why I'm able to help people because I can speak from the experiences that I've had. And we have that in common, don't we? Yeah. Very much. And um, it's... It's, we're in an interesting time because a few years ago, people wouldn't have even talked about their mental well-being. You know, it was something that was hidden. I was depressed for years, and yet I was in a very um, senior management position. Uh, I never, ever mentioned at work that I was on antidepressants. It, I just did not feel it would be career-enhancing. And so there was a part of me that was completely hidden. In fact, I almost felt you know shame about it because it wasn't something that could be spoken about and now thank goodness and that's one of the things that I advocate all the time and one of the things that we try to do here on Radio Newark on Girls Around Town is talk about these issues so that nobody has to feel isolated but we're going up another level in a way now because we're talking about not just your emotional and mental well-being but your spiritual well-being and, and obviously people look at their horoscope and um, so they have an idea that there is something else out there and obviously a lot of people listening um, maybe have a religious faith 
um, and we respect all of that. And I've obviously been on journeys and uh, been there too. How do you marry all that together, Esther? I think that's another really great question. And I think one of my one of the things that I speak about so often, and it's something I'm massively passionate about, is that all of us, no matter who we are, no matter what background we've got, whether we're male, female, uh, and uh, or anything, is we need to nurture the mind, the body, and the soul. And that's in any way that you, you find works for you. So it's those three things are really key to our well-being and I think the soul is one of the ones that people might get a bit scared of and oh what's that it does sound I mean the word itself does sound a bit like oh whoa soul but (laughs) this is why I I love being me because I'm very grounded and I make things accessible Um, so you know if we can look every day maybe the things that we're doing to nurture the mind so that could be things that mindfulness now is really popular you Mm. know it's not something um we're all becoming aware of it and and it's really amazing for us to maybe live in the moment instead of stressing about the past or worrying about the future so every day maybe think about the things that can help you with your mind that can be reading books that can be exercise it's so many things it can also walking in nature when the towpath doesn't have any fly tipping on it yeah exactly that is why i was so angry i know it's 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 so such a shame Mm. isn't it what we're doing to our beautiful planet you know it it's so heartbreaking and i think people are starting to wake up now and and take more more care of mother earth um but it goes beyond that it's like googling foods that might be good for the brain as well so on a daily basis having a look mind body spirits of the mind you know mindfulness exercise um making sure that you're not feeding your mind maybe some of the negative things and the worries that and that's hard to do that's why you need people like ourselves rosalind Mm. to help yeah, people absolutely. eliminate some people of that stuff stuck, in there they? and the soul we'll go back to the soul so mind body soul no body next sorry <laughs> just <laughs> if you're in order body again are we putting nurturing foods in there are we speaking lovingly to our body are we may be massaging it and, and being more loving because men and women we're not being loving enough to our bodies you know mm. it brings us back to treats you know i was mm. thinking i was listening outside and i was like you know your treat was having alcohol well, well maybe a treat is having a salt bath is maybe Absolutely. nourishing the body a face mask you know so we're getting used to really honoring and looking after our body because it does so much for us all the time yeah and then soul and like i said soul to me is your personality your fun so that could be laughing with friends it could be your religious thing it's whatever's unique to you Mm, and kind of takes you somewhere else Makes so, you, what brings you joy and you brings know? you to you I would yeah imagine. so that could be dancing it can be like it can be so many things this is the thing with the soul it's such a beautiful massive word but every day what are you doing to really bring that love into your soul well i think that beautifully segues us into a song that i know june loves um because june tells me that thursday is the day of the week that she tends to not wear makeup because she's like up and at it and so perfectly i don't know if jess glynn knew this about june and maybe she wrote this song specially for her but i love jess glynn and i think the reason that she's such a success is not just because she's an amazing singer but her lyrics really speak to us she really gets being a human being being a woman in this world we live in today so i urge you today on radio new it whilst listening to girls around town before we come back with our guest esther felder owen to really listen to these beautiful words about thursday from jess glenn 
Jess Glynn wants to feel beautiful. We all want to feel beautiful from the inside and the outside. So welcome back to Girls Around Town, Radio Newark. And my guest, I'm Rosalind Palmer, and I'm here with June Rollins. But our guest today is Esther Felder-Owen. And Esther was talking about soul medicine and really what the soul means to her. And while we were off air um, listening to Jess as well, um, Esther was telling me that soul medicine is healing acceptance um, empowerment and growth and I think perfect from the Jess Glynn song that was really about empowerment wasn't it that's something you're passionate about Esther massively passionate about I think that's where I was saying to you when the song was on that soul medicine can maybe um, I wouldn't say come across wrong but it can maybe sound a bit oh what's that you know and and uh, when I first chose the name for it my mum was like no Esther no you know you can't have that business name and I was like but mum it's what I do you know so it's like really funny and I had to sit with that and think I really want people to resonate with it and take me seriously but I think I think but that's what I do but the medicine for the soul is empowerment it is that learning to love yourself you know in not a selfish egotistical way but actually you know and I'm not going to make this about women but women for centuries have learned to diminish the self you know and so have men and that's where my medicine is my most passion is empowering people to really really believe in themselves to go after their dreams to maybe heal some of the traumatic things that they may have gone through a childhood or later on so they can actually be, be empowered and learn to love ourselves because our biggest biggest job roles on the planet is to learn to love ourselves and, and it sounds easy but it's not it's the hardest thing that we're ever going to learn yeah it's it's i think this is almost it it's about that getting the path right with a kind of a learned selfishness that is also not harmful to other people and you know i write about this a lot i write about this in my book i blog about this um i bang on about this to anybody who cares to listen and clearly you're listening to us today thank you and there is another show on a bigger radio station that i mentioned in my book which actually i can't listen to on a sunday morning because they play love songs but over and over again the the request will be something like oh you know here's my thing for my wife and i never ever tell her i love her and she puts everybody else before herself and she's completely selfless and she never thinks about herself and so we just like this one day a year to make her feel special and whilst that's great i'm thinking why doesn't she feel special the other 364 days of the year why is it that she feels her job is to put everybody else in front of herself and whilst that might work for some of you and i'm not criticizing it per se i know as a therapist i see a lot of women and men uh, particularly in their 50s who are actually quite angry that they feel that they've done that putting other people before themselves and they've done it for so long they don't even know who they are anymore would you relate to that yeah which is people that i help like i said and it can be like like you're saying they might be 50 but they might be younger because they could be people that the parents have always said well we want you to be a certain way or act a certain way and they don't know who they are you know and i think one of the biggest things i talk about a lot is the relationship with the self so it's returning back to that and you know some people might have always felt like the black sheep in the family and they don't always know who they are but 
it's so important to, to, to get a bit of help and insight to figure out who you are because we block things from ourselves, don't we? And that's where therapists like us, we're really passionate. We help people maybe take the blindfold off and see who they really want to be. It's massively important. Yeah, because a lot of people um, are put into a role, aren't they? They In their family, there's only one role they can play and, you know, they there's a saying i think we we play the only role we know until that role becomes our own and then you're much older in your life and you think i'm still being a rebel (laughs) i'm the md of my own company (laughs) what am i rebelling against you know because maybe in your family when you were much younger that was the role you had to play um and so yeah i know that from a psychological point of view that's very very true um you know how would you help people so so say i'm somebody who's identifying these things in myself and i've heard you today on the radio or i found your website and i think yeah that's interesting i think this woman could help me how would you you know go about that with the person lots of different ways um you know earlier we were saying what is soul medicine there's lots of different bespoke ways that help people but first i have to maybe look at some of the patterns and the behaviors that people are taking on board um and look at how we can change them so you're not in those roles anymore they're called archetypes um there's a few people that have done books about them um carl jung but i go kind of deeper than that and have a look at maybe what's coming through your female lineage your masculine lineage and we have a look at what's going on but a lot of the people need some healing first as well where we're emptying maybe some of the emotions that they're holding on to that they they probably don't feel good about themselves they might feel worthless or or they they never achieve like like i love the fact you brought that woman into it because if you think about her if she's if she always selfless and gives to everybody else what image is that creating to her her children her husband her family members because really she's not she's she's not creating something that they can look back and aspire to be like in life so that's what i help people with the most is having a look how how they're behaving and what relationship they're having with themselves as well as other things i help with because some of the stuff i do we don't always have to talk because if somebody's been through real trauma they don't want to talk about it they just want somebody to maybe help them yeah deal with it it really does depend on the client what i'm dealing with yeah i think that's true and um again it's not a criticism of some of the talking therapists because i because they're amazing i found them very useful myself in the past but sometimes you can just get stuck in a holding pattern and it's a bit like i don't want to talk about this anymore (laughs) because actually it's really painful and i'd really like to move on so we can talk about that and that's where i mean soul medicine one of the biggest things i do as well is shamanic healing so a lot of people may not have heard of it but it, it, it really does give deep healing to some of those places within the body we have chakra system but a lot of people have become accustomed to that now you know and i can go in there and help eliminate that without the client having to talk and i love that part of it so let's talk about that soon um we're going to go into another song um super tramp um, I would have preferred Dreamer. I think that would have fit today better, but it's actually give a little bit. So stay tuned. You're listening to Girls Around Town, Radio Newark, myself, Rosalind Palmer. I'm here in the studio with June Rollins and our guest, Esther Felder-Owen, who is really making understandable and approachable um, your soul, nourishing your soul, healing your soul, and we'll hear more from her very soon. 
So we'll continue to give you more than a little bit of great advice this morning from our guest, Esther Felder-Owen, about nourishing your soul, really nourishing yourself from the inside out here on Girls Around Town Radio Newark. So we were talking about ways to nourish the soul, Esther. What else would you um, share with it, um, those listening? I think it's a really good topic for us to cover in January because a lot of people might be feeling a little bit down after Christmas or not quite sure of what's going on. I think we start off the year thinking, oh, we've got these massive goals. And um, I was listening to you earlier, you know, saying that sometimes we can't put that extra pressure that we've not achieved goals. So it's not always the greatest thing to do, you know. If we want to eat healthier and have a better lifestyle, we've got to look at it as a long-term thing and not a January goal. So the things I think that will really help people... This time of year is, um, like I said, maybe listening to the heart, thinking how that can help you. So a really beautiful way to do that is is maybe closing your eyes, taking a few deep breaths and putting your hands on your heart and, and maybe sending some love to it, some positive energy uh, and, and maybe asking what it needs, you know. Um, and, and a really big thing to do is maybe saying no to, uh, no to things that don't serve you, but doing it in a really loving, beautiful way. Such you know, as what? What would you say would be on your no list? Um, I think if people are putting maybe expectations on you that you know that you can't achieve or maybe being in some friendships that just don't nurture you anymore. I mean, I, I speak a lot with a lot of other women and they say, you know, you can go for a coffee with somebody and they never ask about you. It's almost mm. like they want to dump all their problems on you. And for me, friendship is a two-way thing. And sometimes maybe if you're going through a lot of stuff in your life, you might need your friend to listen a bit more. But as a rule, friendship should be a two-way, loving, you know, uh, relationship. So maybe think, are some of my friendships in my life or relationships not that that good for me, you know? Absolutely. And again, I, I talk about this in my book. I have a stop doing list. <laughs> um, and in a loving way, um, I have stopped being a private therapist to some of my friends because actually when I see them um, you're right I I want a two-way traffic I I don't you know I I, I do therapy and I I help people I help mend broken people during the week and actually when I see my friends I often just want to you know forget about that in a way and let my hair down a little bit so yeah you want to have a laugh don't you you know so my close friends are people that yeah we help each other but actually we we help ignite each other and we have fun and you know and I've realized that some I've met and I just think they never ask about me and I think (laughs) oh I think what's going on here because like like you're saying of course everybody wants the friend as a therapist but what about us if you're a hairdresser you don't want to talk about hairdressing all, all the time. I know, poor do you, doctors. You know? It must be a nightmare, <laughs> you know, like the, the archetypal doctor on the cruise. Oh, wow, let me, have I got a question for you? Or an IT specialist. Yes. I feel sorry for them. <laughs> they must just pretend they do something really weird, like, oh, I'm an equine, you know, something or other, hoping that nobody will ask them. But yeah, I mean, again, I talk about friendship divorces and it sounds pretty harsh and again I'm not advocating it if that feels too much for you but I think you do have to say is this serving me is this nourishing me is this helping me is it two-way yeah and and you know like saying is this food nourishing my soul you know is this you know whatever you're doing is maybe look at it from a really beautiful balanced way because the last thing we want to do is put even more pressure on ourselves but look at in a balanced way and think is this good for my life you know and how can I maybe change that and uh, have so you seen on. that mustard experiment 
I think it's mustard seeds or cress, and you can Google it. Anybody can Google it. And it, you grow it on blotting paper, don't you? I remember as a kid, you know, take the cress seeds home or the mustard seeds home and grow it. And they put one lot of, I think it's mustard seeds, in between two speakers, and they just say nice things to these seeds all the time. Seriously. It, it, it's on in it, June. If anybody can see now, we've got, we've got sceptical faves from June. Like, are you for real, Rosalind? Listen, June, it's, it's on the internet, so it's real, okay? No fake news here. And they they just play horrible things to one lot and play loving things to the other lot and say loving things. And the, the cress or mustard seed that has the nice stuff grows really, really well, and the other one doesn't. So I'm just going to put that out there, everybody. You can go Google it now yourselves. But and there's one with rice as well, and the rice they, goes black, I think, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And so the biggest thing we do is the way we talk to ourselves, isn't it, Esther? Yeah, massively. You know, if you find... What the biggest tip I'll give you is if you find you're saying negative things to yourself, like, I'm fat or I'm no good, it's catch yourself and think, actually, what am I saying? And ask for you to kind of stop it and eliminate and get rid of it. So once you start becoming self-aware you start living life a bit different thinking oh yeah I'm not going to do that some days you might and that's okay it's almost like accept the days where you're probably going to do that but as a rule start think looking at how you're speaking to yourself because I think that's the most healing thing in the whole world and let's think that if you had what's coming up in this great song what bits of paper would you throw in for how you want to be and how you want to feel so let's hope you've decided what we'd put in your wishing well. That's here on Girls Around Town with myself and Esther Felder Owen. Good morning, Sunday morning. So, Esther, how could people quite easily, accessibly, create self empowerment for themselves? So, I'm listening, I'm thinking, I like this. How do I make it real for me? I think the first thing you need to do is re- is decide if you want to change some of the things in your life, is maybe think, you know, I've had enough of maybe living that way and I want to change things a little bit. So I think that's the biggest thing that you can do first. Um, and we all, we can talk about empowerment and we think we know it. We might think, oh yeah, I've empowered myself to do this and that, but we can always go to another level. There's always another level of growth to go with it. And there's so many, like, amazing things online now and books and, you know, people can start to really look at, look at things, can't they? But I think for anybody listening is maybe think, I don't want to live that way anymore or I might want to put these changes. And it might be a little bit tricky, tricky to begin with, but the rewards are huge, you know, because I, I don't know anybody who doesn't want to feel better and want more love in their life and, you know, wants to feel more abundance. And when I talk about abundance, I don't mean, like, finan- well, we all like financial abundance, it's okay, but I'm saying, like, the abundance and the richness of life to me is those rich relationships and just feeling good you know so I think that's the biggest thing is decide that you want to change and maybe think about how you can empower yourself Uh, and like I said there's a lot of there's lots of things out there there's people like me that you can come to but I'm not here to sell myself on here I'm, I'm just saying that sometimes your biggest investment is yourself and that can be maybe going on social media a bit less and reading more books or going and looking on on things on youtube or there's so much out there's so much information out there it's amazing 
We're yeah. in such exciting times on the planet, aren't we? Oh, because we have so many choices, but in a way that can be the issue, can't it? That you can get slightly overwhelmed by how many choices, and there's so much advice coming from so many... I mean, my goodness. I mean, as you know, I'm not an advocate of... Um, glossy women's magazines because if you literally go into wh smith's or any of those shops and look and walk up and down you know every single one is 10 ways to fix your life in this way five ways to fix and i'm not saying that the advice isn't good but it's overwhelming actually and so i think what we're talking about is making some changes that are actually practical changes to your life like you say maybe having half an hour less on the internet and half an hour more reading a great book but also it's about changing how you feel because I know that the big angst that comes out at the end of a long holiday like we've had um, over Christmas and the New Year is how do I keep that feeling, that nice feeling, that lovely feeling I had when I was at home <laughs> with my family and I didn't have to worry about the day ahead. How, when I take that back to work and I'm in that work environment and my boss is shouting at me and I've got a deadline and, or, you know, life happens, you know, the cat's sick, the kids are ill. How do I sustain that i think that's really important and i think that's something that we could really share with people so um i'd like you to come back and really share that with everybody esther and stay tuned for that great advice and also um for ed sheeran because uh he knows about castles on a hill but we're going to make one that is a lot more approachable for you so it isn't out of reach but while listening to a great song Esther Felder-Owen, I guess this morning, uh, made the very good point while we were listening to Ed Sheeran that for some people Christmas isn't a bubble they, they liked. It's not a place they want to stay. Maybe they were lonely. They didn't enjoy that time. So we're really talking about how do you stay in the best place that's right for you. That's right, isn't it, Esther? Yeah, really beautiful. Like you're saying, you know, lots of people have might have been lonely and now might be the time where they can go and join some of the community things, the like-minded things that people like to do. I, I know my mum lives in Wales and she's retired and she loves going to art classes and, and things like that. So, yeah. Um, and, and also before the break, we mentioned stressed out people going back to work is maybe starting to look how they're managing stress because it's a really big problem we've got, isn't it? Stress, anxiety, overwhelm. And I think people are just trying to do too much and cram so much into their life and achieve so much is maybe making life a bit simpler you know and, and and at dinner time if they have got a really stressful job going for a walk in nature without the phone and they probably think i'm too busy esther what are you mad but it's like actually it's probably the best thing you can do and it's free you know uh, so things like that are like it's kind of the best thing for the mind the body and soul just looking at what you're eating um taking gentle exercise movement being around like-minded people having a bit of that community um feel if you are lonely you know i think we could there's so many different types of people that we can talk about but i think it is like, like i said earlier it's maybe sitting with yourself and this year thinking how do i want to feel what kind of experiences do i want and actively going and pursuing that so you feel better and have a, a better life and knowing how you want to feel that was back to that wishing well analogy wasn't yeah, it beautiful you know we can have a i think a lot of people i know that they, they, they might want to write goals and you know they want a certain car or they want this and that and uh, so on but maybe maybe start looking at how you want to feel this year and putting a lot of uh, emphasis and energy into that will help you massively really massively also i think 
remembering when it feels good i saw a lovely thing going round that get an empty glass jar and when you've had a magic moment or something really special write it on a just a little bit of paper and stick it in the jar and then at the end of the year or the beginning of next year you can go wow these were the things that made me happy these were the moments yeah because we're always going to have those downsides as well aren't we and i think it's beating ourselves up when we are going through times that are tricky you know we're human um and and some uh, happiness jar like that can make you pull it out and think i am really happy about that and or look at what what you have got in your life that you're grateful for already and so some of the advice that you're giving and the services you give esther if it's perfect for people out there we're going to come back and get your paper and pen ready because we're going to tell you how to get hold of esther and what's coming up next week on girls around town Perfect to us this morning on Girls Around Town Radio Newark has been our guest. Thank you so much, Esther Felder Owen. And anybody listening who this is resonating with and they maybe just want to know more, they may not quite sure um, how they'd work with you or what advice they'd get from you, but I know there's a wealth of it out there, Esther. How do they get hold of you? Um, one of the best ways um i'm on facebook so um my i'm on there um under soul medicine and then it's hyphen soul alignment i do lots of i give lots of advice so it's things that might inspire people or uh, talk about experiences that i'm going through so that's a really good way of maybe seeing some of the live videos i'm doing and some of the wisdom that i post on there equally i put blogs on my website so i'm doing one at the moment about how to feel better in winter so i think that'll help a lot of people because there'll be lots of key information in there about what vitamins and things people and can look the website for. address? So the website is www.soul-medicine.uk and like I said if they look on the blogs um, there's even a really good one about how to raise your vibration which is about how to feel better so there's lots of good information I can put on there. And yeah. actually what it'll help people to do is with they may be hearing some of these words being banded about is to understand them. So thank you so much Esther um, about nourishing our soul and, and really empowering ourselves in great ways from the inside out and June uh, talking more about the outside <laughs> <laughs> well, kind, kind of outside inside, uh, under, outside underneath inside, isn't it yes, and yes. Um, you know feeling good and being supported <laughs> what, what are you talking about next week June? Right next week we've got um, um, a friend of ours, somebody who has been... Well, I think she was interviewed on a, on a previous radio station, actually. Janice Holmes is coming in to see us. Janice is a really good friend, and I think she might be listening because she's just Facebook messaged me. So if you are Janice, hi. Thanks for listening. She listens most Sundays. Janice is the country's only mobile bra fitter. Oh. And she's coming in on Sunday to talk about it. She's based here in Newark, of course. And um, I've no doubt... Uh, Rachel will be back back with me next weekend and I've no doubt that she will give Rachel and myself a quick once over and make sure we've got the right bras on. Oh well I'm going to be tuning in. Good job it's not visual isn't it? I am (laughs) tuning in and particularly as you know post breast cancer um, I don't have a matching pair anymore June so it's always good to Ah, uh, well, then, the thing that I was Googling about talking to rice, which took me to breast implants, could be useful for you. <laughs> it sounds very Might useful. Might include it in next week's show. So, um, thanks for listening. This is Rosalind Palmer and June Rowlands on Girls Around Town saying goodbye for another week. Enjoy your week. We are-